In this episode, Becca and I are going to discuss Zeal, the app that brings massage therapists to clients who want in-home or in-office massage. Apps like Zeal, Soothe, and My Massage are revolutionizing the process of outcall massages. By taking out the work involved with getting your name in front of potential clients, therapists are able to set up practice in a relatively quick and painless manner, allowing them to travel between markets seamlessly. Align with the Massage Business Mama comes to you with a combined 22 plus years experience in the massage biz as entrepreneurs, providing actionable tips and resources you can implement today. Becca, an off-grid living, quirky, trail-running massage therapist, esthetician, and yogi, offers her business and wellness perspective to you with highly caffeine-fueled, compassionate wit. Allie, your hard-working, driven, creative mom, massage therapist, business owner, lover of friend gatherings, all-time annual family talent show winner, brings her drive and business savvy to every episode. Our sponsor for this episode is me, Allie of the Massage Business Mama. During all of this COVID craziness, I have had to learn how to pivot my massage practice to stay relevant and swim, not sink. In making these tough decisions, I created a workbook to help myself make conscious and informed choices as to how to move forward. The workbook Massage Practice Reimagined, Redefining Your Massage Business After the COVID Crisis, is a 36-page interactive guide to help you move forward in a post-COVID landscape. It retails for $12, but for Align with the Massage Business Mama listeners, you can get it for $4.99. Go to www.alignwiththemassagebusinessmama.com to shop this workbook. At checkout, use coupon code PODCAST, all in caps, to get your discount. And please, let me know how the workbook helps you work through this crisis. So Becca, I'm kind of clueless when it comes to this platform. Zeal wasn't around when I first started building my business. And at this point, I'm pretty well established and tending to kind of shy away from this type of work. Call me old, but I just hate lugging my table around. (laughs) I definitely purchased a very, very light table when I started doing more mobile massage. Yeah, you're smart. Yeah, well, (laughs) I'm just getting older. (laughs) Yeah, but it, it seems like such a great option for those who are just getting started or for those who've recently relocated to an area or for those wishing to kind of supplement their income or those who have no desire whatsoever to market themselves. While I haven't ever used it, you have. So I think it would be kind of fun to explore it a little bit with you. Yeah, that's right, Al. Um, I started the application process for Zeal um, in April of 2020 during the COVID lockdown. And I also, at that time, I also signed up with Instacart and DoorDash I was totally scrambling to secure like any kind of potential money stream that I could in the midst of the lockdown because I was really scared about the uncertainty of the future and our profession. I definitely felt like if anything was going to move forward, it was going to be one-on-one 
people might feel more comfortable in their home than going to a place where they don't know what the, you know, protocols are for cleaning everything up. There's and, more variables. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. How, how seriously people are taking it. So I just, I felt like it was a good way to kind of diversify. Yeah. I, I mean, it's interesting. It was such a scary time. And so I'm curious, like how many therapists joined on to Zeal during that same time period that you did? I, I'd be curious to know if their numbers really increased during that time. Yeah. Yeah. I have no idea. Um, so for this ep- episode, we also interviewed our buddy kind of informally interviewed our buddy Chad, who's also been working on this platform for about three years. So it was pretty eye-opening to explore his experience along with Becca's to kind of distill a little bit from a, a bit more of a bird's eye perspective, like what the experience is really like. Yeah. Talking to Chad was super helpful. Uh, he had a completely different onboarding experience than I did potentially because of COVID or potentially because they were moving you know, in more of an online direction. So it'd be interesting to find that out. Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, he, he also kind of shared with us that pre COVID there were a lot of like zeal meetups happening to try to kind of create this community that it sounds like, you know, isn't (laughs) really happening. happening. Yeah. Like happy hours with like therapists who all work for zeal, which, you know, that's kind of fun to build some community when you're working in, in that way. And you don't have, you know, the coworkers that you would in some other environments. Yeah. I will say I've done a couple couples massages uh, with two to three people getting, you know, getting work done. And it's so fun meeting with other Zeal providers. It, it gives you this sense of community and, you know, you have a shared experience that is unique to our industry. So yeah, it's yeah, fun. It's yeah. Fun. And I mean, I, I feel like too, like Zeal's kind of on the cutting edge. So like therapists who are participating in this type of work, like, you know, like probably kind of hit people who like around the cutting edge of things, which is kind of fun. Yeah, yeah. Like you. Yeah, I'm on the cutting edge. I'm for on the sure. Edge. For sure. <laughs> so, Becca, I you talked just a minute about the onboarding process and how it was different for Chad, but can you speak to that a little bit more, how, how that whole experience was for you? Yeah, sure. So, for myself, I applied. I filled out Zeal's application and submitted my resume online on the Zeal website in – April, I think. And they weren't hiring in the midst of the pandemic. Um, I got just like a literal, a little generated reply that said, you know, we're not hiring, we'll contact you when when we are. Which it made sense that everything was frozen at that time. I was already working for Instacart and doing DoorDash. So I would just check in every now and again, and just see where my application was in, in the hiring process. I think I finally started moving forward with the process, with the hiring process in May. They opened up again, like a lot of places. And at that point, I went through a background check, an online background check, which I had to go through for those other online platforms I um, I mentioned that I'm working for. So it was pretty simple. I will say that that background check took quite a bit longer. They they investigated more than was investigated with Instacart and DoorDash, which I would hope that they would. No kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But they're, they're little, be a little bit more thorough, for yeah. sure. Um, I submitted all of my insurance information, my license information, once we got to that point where it was relevant for the background check. And then I just waited to hear back from them. Um, I didn't hear back from them for a while. It felt like their online onboarding system was a little hiccupy. And 
possibly because it was newer, possibly because of COVID, possibly because of an influx of therapists looking to join the platform. Yeah. I mean, it's interesting because getting back to like our chat with Chad, he said that everything that he did was was in person he went into yeah. a location and like there was a bunch of people in the room and they took a picture and yeah his experience sounded like it was a ton of people and they were like you're hired you showed up yeah. you know yeah my experience was way different um and so there was that online buffer that kind of created a little bit of time retardation but after we got through the background check and some of those technological hiccups, I eventually got to an online video interview process. They asked three questions and I can't for the life of me remember what those (laughs) questions are. They'd probably be super helpful, but it was, I mean, it was pretty natural, you know, like, I don't know, just why you're passionate about what you do and all that kind of stuff. How long you've been doing it, uh, just kind of getting to know you really. I submitted those online, which I will say like everything that I did online was really easy mm-hmm. and intuitively like it was intuitive to uh, move through the process. That's cool. Yeah. After that, I submitted, oh, I want to say it was in August when I finally submitted that video. It might have been the end of August when I finally submitted those video responses. And then I was hired in September where I had access to the provider platform So that process took approximately five months, but I immediately saw a request coming up for Colorado. I was in Idaho at that point, and Zeal is not available in Idaho, which I was a little bummed about. Oh, they're not? No, they're not available everywhere, and you can look on their website to see what, uh, you know, cities and towns and states they have availability in. I think they're available in Boise, I want to say, but I, I don't remember, so it's mostly big cities you know uh transit kind of hubs so it's kind of it's probably like like when lyft first came about like it wasn't available yeah it certainly wasn't available in steamboat as soon as it was available in denver yeah exactly yeah exactly it is available in the high country in colorado which is really nice although i will say it's it's fairly slow but denver seems to be popping a little bit more yeah so now that you've been onboarded can you tell us just a little bit about the clients that you have seen so far how that experience has been? Yeah, I've been back in Colorado uh, for a little while now, and which is nice because I can actually work for Zeal in Colorado, or I can't in Idaho, not, not yet uh, anyway. And I've only taken five requests. I've taken four client bids and one spa bid. And I call it a bid because one bid can have multiple clients, so you can do back-to-back services. Within All on one, one bid. bid. Yeah, okay. that's correct. And and I didn't realize this until we chatted with Chad, but I didn't realize that you could get it called into a spa. That's kind of interesting. I loved it. Oh my goodness. Okay. So my spa experience was delightful. <laughs> you there is a bid, so there's a minimum payment that you're going to get, which is really nice, and it's typically more than what you'd experience like as a commission working for that spa that could cause some tension between the therapists who are there on a regular schedule right maybe we should edit that part (laughs) I'm just kidding I'm just kidding it was it was a delightful experience I ended up not really having a ton of massage I did chair massage but I got to work in a beautiful spa in Vail and meet staff so that was nice it kind of take took that isolation aspect of being a uh, a mobile massage therapist out of it and it was just nice to connect and I mean I love the spa environment anyway it's just 
so yummy. So it was nice to step into. So, I, I mean, you've you've spent a lot of time working in spas, from my experience of working in spas, so there can be like a lot of drama involved. Do you feel like it just kind of it like took out the drama piece and just left the good parts? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I feel like drama comes up when you're in a tight-knit community and you guys are, you know, too close, you know, all the time. So you do have that buffer where it's like, you're the new person. But I think also drama, you either bring it with you or you don't. And that's your personality type. And I'm not a drama person. So, I so you, that's not a pro- that's not a problem that you typically have in your spa work. Not yeah, really. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, was there anything like specific about doing this spa work that you found more rewarding than just your experience of working in spas? I really liked the spa. I don't know if I can say where I was at, but it was in Vail and it was beautiful. The rooms were amazing. Uh, They were very spacious. Their protocol for dealing with COVID and making sure that you had enough time to clean was, I would say, on point with what my personal standards are, Yeah, uh, which is really, really comforting. For me. So yeah, I, ha- I had a wonderful experience. That's only one spa experience I've had. So yeah. I can't speak to, you know, everybody, but I was super impressed. Well, and I mean, I guess that like too, if you were a therapist who was just getting started and maybe trying to try on different work environments, this could be a, a good way to kind of get an insider perspective on how things operate before you commit to any one location. Yeah, I, I really feel like this is a great opportunity for new therapists to branch out and get experience and step into their professional personalities. For me, it's been wonderful. The only thing I just, I just wish there was more work. Yeah. And I'm one of the things that we did chat about with Chad was that COVID seems to have changed this, that the, the quantity of work was a little bit more readily available before COVID. And that he, he actually said, you know, that he could make a full-time living just from zeal prior to COVID. I was a little disappointed when he made that statement. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. The the clients I worked with so far, most of the time, the clients, I will say another ease point of working with Zeal, they've had their own table and all the clients provide their own sheets. So just the whole process is really simple and seamless in my opinion. That's so nice. Maybe I should consider this platform since I don't have to necessarily bring my table. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes you do. When um, you get a request for the massages, does it tell you whether or not you'll have to bring your own table or what type of work you're accepting? Yeah. So it does. It does exactly. So in each bid, the request shows the locations. You can see if that distance is going to work for you, the length of time of the massage. So is it 60 minutes, 90 minutes, or 120 minutes? Are there back-to-backs? All of that. The style of massage and if the client has their own table or not. So it will prompt you to bring your table or to not, which is nice. Or not accept the work. In my case, if I was to say, I want to do the work, but I don't want to do any requests where I have to bring my own table. Exactly. And you can actually put that in as a preference. So it has a menu where you say what kind of materials you have. Do you have your own table? Do you have your own chair? Because chair massage is a thing. Uh, what What styles of massage you like to focus on? And all of this is put in your massage provider profile, which is really, really helpful. That's really neat. Yeah. I like it. So in terms of COVID, I know that for my business personally, I've been extremely selective about the clients that I'll see. I make them fill out a COVID intake form before they come in. And if they answer certain questions in a way that I'm not comfortable with, I 
choose to decline working on them. So does Zeal give any type of indication as to COVID considerations? Yeah, I was really surprised. So they sent out an email after I got hired, I received the update, but as, as far as what their COVID protocols were and each client before they are able to book a massage must fill out a questionnaire that verifies their wellness. So have they been exposed to anybody? Do they have any symptoms? That sort of thing. And as a provider, I have to do the same thing before I make myself available on the platform for the day. So let's say all of that goes through and you still walk into a space where you feel like it's not up to your standards. Zeal has a portion in their training program that says anytime you feel compromised, anytime you feel unsafe, anytime that sort of thing is not working for you, just walk away. That's and pretty, they support you. That's really pretty incredible that they're supporting their therapists like that. I mean, that's how it should be in this environment. Yeah. And business owners, as far as like massage practices go, should should have that mentality as well. Yeah. But I mean, you know, co- coming from like a big corporate entity, I don't think that that's always the norm in these corporate settings. And so I, I think that that's really pretty impressive that they are taking measures to really protect their therapists. It's great. Yeah. I would say that that's not the norm in corporate as well as private settings. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately. <laughs> Unfortunately. Yeah. yeah. What about pay? How's the pay? You know, I think the pay is pretty competitive. I've been practicing massage professionally for 12 years and you know that I definitely have a limit of what I won't accept as appropriate pay for the skill set that I bring to the table. So their mobile massage rates, I feel, are on par of what I would charge mm-hmm. to, and what I have charged when I was running my studio out in um, in Idaho. Um, I did some mobile massage, and it was right on par with that. Now, the price that the client sees is somewhat inflated than the... Well, obviously, they need to make some money. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. But yep. what you get paid is definitely, you know, what I would charge. Can you tell me a little bit, I, I know that we, when we've chatted a little before this episode about this, you talked about how the bids kind of increase. Can you tell a little bit more about how that works? Yeah. So I'm not sure what the client sees, but they offer essentially like a price that they're willing to pay for a 60 minute massage. And let's say it's $105 and the practitioner receives maybe $70 of that. There's already an 18% gratuity included. And then nobody picks it up. No therapist. Pick it no up. therapist decide to take that bid over time. The client can decide to pay more or up the price essentially so that the therapist receives more. And I've seen that go up from like 70 to like, you know, $115. Okay. So, I mean, it's, it's just, it just depends. Yeah. Yeah. So it pays to wait a little bit sometimes. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And I mean, I guess that's, you know, very similar again, bringing up Lyft, but like, you know, different times how the pricing can change and yep. it's kind of a fluid. Yeah. It's the same on Instacart as well. So if somebody is putting in a grocery order and then they haven't put in a comparable tip or something, or people don't feel like it's a value for them to actually do the the batch is what they're called. It's not worth it to go pick up one tube of toothpaste for someone and drive it 40 miles to the grocery store. Exactly, exactly, exactly. (laughs) Um, 
Instacart will start to add boosts, which are in $2 increments. And those can go up to what I've seen is like $12. So it pads the price and I believe the charge on the customer's end so that, you know, somebody will eventually pick up the batch and do the work because it'll be the right price. So well, and I mean, thing. I mean, it's, it's in Zeal's best interest or Instacart, whoever we're talking about now. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, There's so in, many platforms. Uh, it's in their best interest to have therapists pick it up because it makes them look better and it gets them more universal recognition. And... Yeah. And it prevents people from underpaying and abusing for the service. You're having a professional come out and you see the level of education that you know is available on each person's platform and like so there's a whole profile that yeah clients oh, yeah. can see about oh, you and you have to take a picture and you know oh, put yeah. in your little bio shiny little mug shot <laughs> yeah pretty much <laughs> so another thing that seems kind of cool about this platform is like you can choose to work one day but then take off the next week with any kind of recourse yeah, it's so convenient. They do have block scheduling, which is a new feature that's pretty nice. So you can either be open all the time, which is what I am. I don't have, I'm new to it, so I don't have a steady clientele base built up yet. But this allows you to block the times of day and days that you are available to be booked. And this allows your repeat clients to just book with you and not have to go through the request process. You can also block the times. That oh, you're so you're saying account. you're saying you wouldn't have to approve it. Yeah, they would just be able to during the time frame that you're open. They can say, "I want you to come." Yeah, you you can make the choice. You'll still get an update, um, but you can make the choice to not have to approve it. Oh, wow. and it's just it's basically your it's your schedule. And have you tried that option where you haven't had people have to get approval from you? I have. Yeah. But it's been so slow. Yeah, it hasn't necessarily worked for me yet. Okay. <laughs> but just because I'm so new to Zeal. So the first couple of weeks, I thought maybe I had done something wrong or like broken the app or something because there was literally no life on the Zeal app. And I talked to some other friends that are part of the program part of the platform and they're like, no, it's been crickets. I'm like, okay, thank God. You know? <laughs> and then after that, I, I start, I just opened up my schedule. I just didn't want to not be available at any time. I just wanted to see everything that was coming up. So I haven't gotten back on it, but we're getting ready to go out to the East coast for the holidays, which I'm taking a COVID test before I go out three days before. And you're driving. And I'm driving. And it's me and my husband. And we live in our RV. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we're kind of quarantined. You know, we're taking all the precautions. But I'm going to block myself off during that time. So I won't even get an alert from Zeal about anything. It's it's so nice. And there's no penalty. Yeah, I mean, I guess that was my question when you brought that up. There's no recourse for leaving it on and not accepting work. No, there isn't, but you will get all kinds of notifications, push notifications, which can be really obnoxious for, in my mind. Like, yeah. I just don't want to. If wanna... you're trying to, like, kind of detox from social media while you're, or so, just social interactions yeah, while you're like enjoying time your with family. Yeah, it's like everywhere. So yeah. it's like, if I'm not available, I just don't want to have unplugged. it on my radar. Yeah. 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 And I, I'm curious, I wonder, and I, I'm not sure if you know the answer to this question, but I'm curious. If you decline more requests, if you won't be presented with as many opportunities. I don't think so. You don't really decline a request. You just don't accept it. Okay. And someone will accept it and they just put it out into, you know, the provider network. And I don't think that that's 
anything that they're keeping track of. Now, if you were to pick it up and then decline it and you did that a lot, that might have some kind of recourse. Affect your I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. So really it's like you want to be kind of paying attention so that you're the first one to these requests too. You do. Yeah. And that's, that's the case with all the online platforms. It does really keep you glued to your phone so that you are as available as you can be to get first dibs on the work. Yeah. But you can choose, like you can choose to, to spend certain times really focused on that and then say, I'm going to go skiing and I'm just going to forget about it while I'm skiing. And yeah, it's, I mean, I love it. Yeah. That's <laughs> I awesome. I love it. Yeah. That's awesome. So how far in advance do you typically see that people are requesting appointments for you? So usually it's day of is what I'm seeing. Okay. I've noticed as far as a week out, which I love because I like to plan things that, <laughs> you're, that far You're a out. planner. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm such a planner. I'm, yeah. I'm bad with the day ofs, but I will say like when they're convenient, I will do them. Okay. You know? and, and that was kind of how I envisioned it was more day of appointments. Yeah. I'd say I've noticed, especially as the season is starting to peak up, pick up more of an equal balance of those more far out bookings uh-huh. and then day ups. Okay. I will say that one of my first clients, I forgot to check out their, check them out online, which there's this whole check-in and check-out process that you have to go through when you pick up uh, a batch and or a, a client. And I received, it made me feel so good. I received a concerned text from Veal, making sure that I was secure and okay. And when I first got the text, I was like, oh my gosh, I forgot to check out the client, you know? And I was just like kind of touched. They weren't hounding me about completing the payment process. It seemed like they were genuinely, genuinely concerned that I was safe and secure. And I just think that that's something to be a applauded like it should be a norm but it I feel like it isn't and it should be applauded that their focus is really on practitioner security and safety and I know I appreciate that and I know my husband oh I'm sure yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's amazing I know a big concern for any type of mobile or outcall massage is safety so Chad seemed to kind of echo your sentiment that you know it just feels like safety is kind of of utmost importance and that Zeal truly cares for the therapists that are involved with their company. Yeah, it was definitely a really big concern with me in the past. I've done some blind mobile massage for other local entities, um, and this is years ago. And I had a poor experience where I didn't feel comfortable in a house. There was a bunch of guys, and they were they were on this like retreat, but they were huge guys. They were super wasted. And I did like four massages at that house. And I just, not that I felt like there was any worry about bodily harm, but I just didn't like the environment. I felt super unsafe with the environment and I didn't hear anything from the business owner. From the business owner. Yeah. Yeah. And so that was a really big turnoff for me. So I stayed, I steered clear from mobile massage since then. And the comfort with Zeal is just, it's just, very, very, very reassuring. Well, and you know, for people who don't actually work for anyone and are just doing mobile massage on their own as, you know, a single practitioner who just has their own thing going, like, you know, there, there wouldn't be any support from anyone. Yeah. Yeah. One of the things that I've always said when I'm going to do mobile massage is I always like to kind of notify someone Mm -hmm. that I'm 
going to be there and yeah it's a good idea when to expect me back but I mean it is nice to have that extra layer of seal yeah when I've done mobile massage in Idaho I definitely like it's a schedule thing I do a vetting process and then my husband knows exactly where I'm going and how long I'm going to be gone for (laughs) so I'd love to talk a little bit with you about support I know with some platforms I've used I mostly feel like I'm communicating with a bot is this kind of your experience with Zeal or do you feel like you're communicating with actual people? Yeah, I mean, just like I, I, the example I used just a little bit ago about them making sure I was secure, it felt so genuine and like there was a human behind it. I will say every email communication and text communication, because there's been, that's the only way that we communicate and there's been plenty throughout the process. It's really felt like I'm, I'm talking to real people and they, they just, it feels like I have real people that have my back. So. Awesome. Well, thank you for sharing, Becca. So again, Zeal, an awesome resource for therapists eager to get work and perform mobile massage. The flexibility and ease with which this platform operates allows those just getting started or those with a more mobile lifestyle, such as Becca, an opportunity never allotted when I first began my career. Thank you so much for listening. And please reach out to us if you have any questions or topics you would like covered. We love suggestions. Find us at www.alignwiththemassagebusinessmama.com. Also, we wouldn't hate it if you were inclined to share or review our episode. Until next time, stay healthy, massage therapists.